Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast wow. with Tim Severs and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church I, I in Palouse, Washington. I forgot our intro music. Oh, I was gonna, you know, well, oh, well no, we, uh, it's all it's too late. It's, it's too late. We I missed. Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah, no well, intro music. One show in a row with intro music. So it was pretty awesome. Dun, 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 here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome back, uh, Pastor Corey. Yeah. It's good to be good back to be in back, the studio, Tim. and uh, we are. Uh, planning to continue our our new series, uh, our Lent series called Overlooked and Powerfully Brief, where we're looking at these um, very small books of the Bible that we sometimes we we flip right by them and maybe haven't paid any attention to them, but they actually have some really uh, powerful and uh, powerful truths in those brief words that are offered for us. And uh, this last week, we, we uh, did Obadiah. Obadiah, the joyful book of the Obadiah. Joy, <laughs> joyful book. That's a one way. Uh, yeah. yeah not Filled a very... with a little wrath and vengeance is Obadiah. But uh, but yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that study. Um, and now we're in Second John. So the rest yeah, the rest of our John. stuff will be in the New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be fun and we're gonna talk about that here in a minute. Um but we uh, we're we're still in the season of Lent. We have our first soup supper tonight because we're recording this on Wednesday. So depending on when you listen to this, soup suppers for the next few weeks uh, before Easter um, on Wednesday nights. And we have, boy, there's lots going on on Wednesday nights, right? Worship at 6.15 with the youth group if you want to do that. Um, Soup's on at 6.30. The sharing time's around 7 o'clock. The youth group still meets. um, They're going to eat soup with us, then they're going to disappear and then, um, and then Bible, Bible study. study at seven thirty. Our Second Thessalonians Bible study. So, lots going on on Wednesday nights yeah. during Lent. So that's good. We're we're still reading this uh, book. Didn't see it coming. Um, I'm starting to get good feedback from different places. Just had some good feedback yeah, this morning yeah, at a Bible study. That. So, but uh, I I'm enjoying. It. I'm reading it again. Right. Um, and. Um, yeah, it's very, you know, very and good. And I really, there was that, uh, you invited me to participate in a uh, Bible reading plan on the YouVersion app. Yeah. And Bible I thought app, that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just like five days, maybe. Just five days. So yeah. if people are interested, it, it kind of goes along just with that first, the first yeah. idea. Beating cynicism. Beating cynicism. Is, yeah. But uh, if you do the Bible app reading plans, that might be a great way to kind of work work it together too so yeah it, it i thought it was a decent reading plan um the the title of it's beating cynicism inside the U version or you could just search cynicism in the finding plans um option in there um the real chapter in the book is called kicking cynicism in, in the teeth, teeth yeah. which uh we already did a full podcast on cynicism check that out uh, if you could share it, that would be great. We get very few shares on our podcast, which means a couple of things. Either nobody's listening, nobody likes it, this listening, but they listen anyway. Uh, that's uh, So those are a couple options. Or you like it, but you don't share it. Because I think maybe you share it occasionally, I share it occasionally. Um, I, you know, It'd be great for more people to hear it. Not, not for Tim and I's ego. Uh, they're sufficiently big, yeah they, so they're yeah, not going to get any bigger than they already are <laughs> but but if you think it's good content uh, share it out that's the only way people get it you can share it on the platforms themselves I think in some ways each platform's different you know whether you're listening on Apple sure, Google, Google SoundCloud yeah. 
I have a feeling a lot of our people listen through Facebook, yeah. which is not the only way to listen. You can subscribe on uh, your podcast app. Um, so if you have an Android, probably that is Google for you. Uh, if you have an Apple phone, it's obviously the Apple podcast and you can su- subscribe and then they're right there for you. Yeah. They're magically, they magically appear. I know. And we have hundreds uh, in our backlog. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, n- well, not quite hundreds, but 140. Okay. We're, we're close to 150. This is 148, I think. I thought this was 149, but Maybe I could be 149, wrong. yeah. Because I saw 148, okay, that and must, I thought that was right. the weight I wrestled in high school my senior okay, year. Okay, so we're 149. Yes. So just one which, more. Which is one pound more. More than you than, wrestled. Than I wrestled. <laughs> so anyway. We're, we're also glad we know that Yeah, now. yeah. I, I do not weigh that now. Yes, yes, uh, way significantly more. Anyway, this is this is uh, the Church on a Hill podcast. We're glad you're here. Uh, lots of good stuff going on in our community as we speak. Our our uh, high school boys, the Garpal Vikings, are playing a a uh, state playoff game. Um, it's a loser out game, so they yeah. have to win to go on. Kind of exciting, and a bunch of our our youth are up there in the pep band and. Uh, just cheering on the teams, so school attendance is kind of down today. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw the Reuter bus pulling pull out, out yeah. as I was coming into the school this yeah. morning, and yeah, yeah. So hopefully, a good group of people up there cheering them on, and it's gonna—I think it's televised. I saw it is if you some, pay for it, it oh, or maybe there's some link on the internet. Somebody, there is a link on the internet, and then you click on the link, and, and then I, you have to tell I you think, have to buy it. I think. I think. Right. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. Yeah. Check it out yourself. There's well, by the time you're listening to this, the game's probably, probably over. over. Yeah. But but, uh, they, but there could be other games yeah, if you're depending on when you're listening. Um, and lots of other good stuff for our uh, area youth and students. The the Vicotics, the local robotics program is uh, gearing up for their competitions, working on their robot. Yeah. Um, Mark Sawyer is the lead advisor for that and. You don't. You're not involved in that Vicotic program. No, too much, my right? daughter's participating as an eighth grader. Oh, really? Um, okay, good to know. And she's been working on the robot a couple of nights a week, yeah. and we'll be traveling with the team this this weekend up to the cool. first competition. Cool. Uh, but yeah, went to the spaghetti feed. I think last week to raise yeah. funds for them. How was the, the spaghetti? It was good. Yeah, yeah. it was good. Good I, attendance. I like spaghetti. Yeah, it yeah. was busy. And yeah, good, good food and. Um, yeah, so hopefully that goes great for them, and it's good to see our kids active and yeah, having fun. So that's going on. Um, lots of lots of good stuff in the community. Um, boy, we're getting close to St. Patrick's Day, which yeah. makes me think we got to get our um, our uh, shamrocks in a row and and uh, get some jokes lined up You're and right. maybe. Maybe a special uh, interview with somebody really Irish or something. Maybe Annie Pillars. She's really Irish. <laughs> she's really Irish. We could have her I'd come in. Annie. or um, uh, Yeah, that that would be fun. Uh, there is a big St. Patrick's Day celebration in Palouse, I think. Is uh, there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's downtown. Okay. On the 17th. Is it at the community center or is it at uh, the caboose? So. Well, I saw uh, something at the caboose. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So there's music and food. and Okay. Yeah. So, always, anyway, always uh, fun, do you yeah. make an Irish feast for St. Patrick's Day? I do. I, I yeah. really like what, corn, what? corn beef. And, corn beef. Okay. And, uh, corn beef and cabbage. Cabbage and potatoes Soda bread? and carrots. Soda bread, yeah. Soda bread, good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So I, Maybe we should do that and then eat live on air. 
Oh, people would love that. No, or we could make a video. We haven't made a video in a while. Yeah. We said we are going to make one for Ash Wednesday. You know, it didn't right, really come together. But, uh, yeah, sometimes our videos get more um, interest yeah. for whatever reason. People like looking at us, I don't I think guess. so. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Um, so those are some things they, going they on like in our community. They like to see us looking ridiculous and yeah. doing yeah. crazy things. Yeah. Um, you know, there's big things out there in the world, political stuff. We don't really do politics on this show, so we're not going to do that. Nope. But there is coronavirus out there. We hope you're all taking care of yourselves and washing your hands and caring for your neighbor by uh, being smart if you are sick or you've got a cough or you got a fever. You know, uh, maybe don't uh, spread that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, wise uh, advice. Wise words advice. Yeah, that, this show is not about health advice, but... and I. Yeah, but uh, so we're gonna have to rename the podcast, Doctor Corey. Doctor Corey, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about, Tim? I, I want to talk about Second John. Let's talk about Second John. Um, it is fairly short. Should we read the whole thing? I think we could. Okay, so I, I've got located it right there between yep. first and third John. Yep. Yep. You know, yeah, the yeah. best way to find the Johns go to uh, the end is and... go to the end and then turn <laughs> left and. You'll go through Revelation, and then what? You you go through uh, Jude or something. Yeah. And Jude is tiny too. We're gonna be yeah. We're gonna be covering Jude here soon. So um, here's Second John, folks, from the ESV. The elder to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth that abides in us and will be with us forever. Grace. Mercy and peace will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, in truth and love. I rejoice greatly to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as we were commanded by the Father. And now I ask you, dear lady, not as though I were writing you a new commandment, but the one we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard from the beginning, so that you should walk in it. For many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves, so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. For everyone who goes on ahead and does not abide in the teaching of Christ does not have God. Whoever abides in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. For whoever greets him takes part in his wicked works. Though I have much to write you, I would rather not use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face-to-face -face so that our joy may be complete. Hmm. The children of your elect sister greet you. All right, that's Second uh, John, all 13 verses. It's part of uh, the, the writings of John. I tend to think that the disciple or apostle John, some think uh, another person named John... John the Elder, either either one of them would have been part of the first century early Christian movement, the early church. Um, interesting brief um, letter. Um, so we're going to dive in and, and talk about it. Uh, it. It's it's written. It says to the elect lady and her children. 
Um, I tend to think that's a local congregation or, or a group of congregations. And um, so referring to the church as a lady, in a sense, um, which is not completely out of the norm. We think of sister churches. Um, and the church is the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ. Of, Good point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And children would be the people who are part of the church. And and so this is this is John as um, an older teacher, leader in the church, writing and communicating um, some things mainly about truth and love uh, and a warning uh, against uh, false teachers and, and deceivers. And that's, you know, that those are the main topics, really. I mean, right, it, right. It, it's not like Romans where there's you okay, know, a bunch of done. stuff We're, going on. Yeah, just, see you Sunday, It's about truth and love uh, and walking in that, abiding in Christ, and, and being careful um, with people who have other things to say about Christ that that aren't what the apostles have passed down to us, that aren't the the basic, essential, central, whatever you want to call them, solid teachings about who Jesus Christ right, is. Right. Mainly that he is the Son of God, that he was fully man, um, that he, you know, he, he wasn't, uh, you know, as this scripture says, that some are denying that he came in the flesh. No, he came in the flesh and yet he was the son of god and he really did die really was resurrected and and yet even in early christianity there were some people uh denying that or um teaching otherwise so, so yeah. yeah i mean when christianity is relatively new of course as john is writing and mm-hmm. people are still trying to figure out what it's all about and sometimes sometimes as they're doing that they get themselves off track and I love how John here and, and elsewhere in the in the epistles, uh, the letters, the, the letters that Paul writes and all, all the letters in the New Testament, really one of the central themes is this calling back and this remembering, well, remember what we first taught you right. and remember what we were witnesses to and let's, let's remember that and focus on that because that's the truth that we all can count on. Mm-hmm. And so there's this continuous calling back to to remember um, what we were actually taught. And we need to remember that, that yeah. there's been a lot of uh, evolution of thought and over time, you know, since even since then. And how do we check what we believe and what's being, um, you know, thrown about uh, in, in the world philosophically or uh, culturally, you know, challenges that we face. And we say, well, where do we go? We go back to the scripture. The scripture is the place where, we have the first recordings of what Jesus uh, did and said, and we can count on that. Right. And so we need to remember those those words and deeds of Jesus. Yeah. And, and yeah. so he's calling us, calling the churches back to that. Yeah. Amen. And every every generation's faced this temptation. I think probably because this temptation is part of who we are as humans is to um, make things our own, to innovate things. So somebody hears the gospel and this. New city, let's say one of these little cities around Ephesus where we know John had a, a ministry and, and they hear about this Jesus and they think it's wonderful, but they say, but wait a second, you know, I don't believe the divine can mix with the flesh. So I like what you're saying. I like the teachings I'm hearing from you, but I'm going to kind of morph it into my own, you know, and and we we have this, this tendency as human beings to innovate uh, and 
and that can be good. We can solve some problems, but innovating on God's truth or making it our own, shaping it into what we want it to be is a very dangerous thing, right? And I think John yeah, is yeah. basically saying that. Same what you're saying. You yeah. got to remember what was passed down. You don't get to, you, you know, just <laughs> go off and make your own thing on this, uh, you know, and, and, you know, so before he warns about the deception, he also does a more encouraging, you know, approach of just walk in the truth, walk in the truth and love. And, you know, sometimes I think people think, oh, uh, truth and love that are oppositional or something going against each other. Um, but really, as Christians, it's the truth and love go together. Um, you're not either, oh, we're a, you're not a loving church or, oh, no, actually, we're a truth-based church. Um, the, the truth of God um, is loving, and um, it, it may also be tough at times, uh, but uh, truth and love go, go together. So, you know, walking in His commandments, doing things that He taught us to do, obeying what He taught us, um, and doing so in a loving way um, is important. Uh, so I... I you know, I probably just said more words there than he used to say that. But, uh, yeah, you know, this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. That love isn't just a feeling and willy-nilly, you know, do what I want. Um, it has to do with being obedient, uh, following through on what Jesus said, taking care of your neighbor, practicing forgiveness, practicing mercy, um, mm. practicing humility, um, you know, you actually have to walk according to the things that were taught us uh, by Jesus. Um, so, you know, I think I think that's uh, that's super important. We skipped right over the greeting, except the elect lady part. But you know, these greetings, um, grace, mercy, and peace, will be with with us from God the Father and Jesus Christ the Father's Son. Um, you know, just those rich words of grace. You know. Uh, getting what we don't deserve or unmerited favor, free gift, mercy that God would forgive us though we though we deserve punishment. So mercy is not getting what we do deserve. And peace, uh, in the Jewish mindset, remembering that John, the author, is from a Jewish mindset, peace is not just absence of conflict, but a wholeness, a restoration. Um, you know, that, that this wonderful greeting he has that that we would get to share in God's free gift, his his um uh, his taking care of us and not punishing us and filling us with his his wholeness making us whole but he also says from god the father and from jesus christ the father's son in truth and love and uh, i just love that the the first christian leaders are really consistent on putting jesus christ on equal footing with the father and a jewish person that is just mind-blowing to do that. The only way they could have been converted to that kind of mindset is if they, they really came to believe that Jesus Christ was actually the Son of God, God with the Father. And, um, you know, we just kind of read those greetings and think, ah, that, what's radical about that? But mm. that would have been some of the most radical stuff to them to, to come to this realization, wow, the, the man we walked with is the eternal Son of God. So... What else uh, stands out to you, Tim? Uh, I know we, we talked about those tough words near the end in Bible study. Um, the, yeah. uh, the, the part being of the warning. To, yeah, being careful not to welcome false teachers into, you know, your midst. And, and you know, that, that sense of, you know, don't greet them or whatever. I think that 
you know, we probably shouldn't take that as don't say hello to somebody right. who disagrees right. with you. But it's really, I think, speaking to this deeper uh, acceptance. Uh, if if you acceptance of what they're teaching, don't greet them and welcome their views that are contrary to what you know to be true to be a part of your life. Because mm-hmm. um, that could just be really dangerous. Yeah, and and some people think that it, it you know like these Christians have met in homes and stuff, extending them a greeting or an invitation to teach, as you're talking about, right. it, more of a formal greeting, like you're welcome to share your view here with us. Well, no, you no. shouldn't extend yeah. them that. You can have a dialogue with <laughs> yeah. them and say, oh, well, you believe that Christ wasn't a man. Actually, I believe he was fully man, but he was also fully God. And you could have a dialogue, but you wouldn't give them the platform of teaching in your local right. your local group of Christians, your local church. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's a wise warning. And again, it's a brand new movement. So they're thinking, oh, here's this teacher, a wandering teacher comes in. He says he's a Christian, yeah. follows the same Christ we do, and he's got some interesting ideas. Uh, and, he, and maybe he puffs Christ up to be even, I don't know how you could do this, but even more divine, but, sure. but not not human, you know, so you'd say, well, wait a second, you know, that's not right, so. And that's, and that's important for us to test the words of teachers, even today, against what we're taught in, in the scriptures about who God is and who Jesus is, and to really stick to, this is what Christians, what we believe is God's truth revealed to us, and, and uh, when things stray from that, then we we get into muddy waters. Yeah, and and there's there's definitely books, there's TV shows, there's podcasts, there's preachers on TV um, that that have uh, views outside of the Bible. And uh, again, we can eat with those folks. I don't think first or second John is saying you can't ever eat with somebody that doesn't have the same exact religious views with you. I think this is talking about the local church context yeah. and being careful about who we. Um, who we allow to teach, yeah. 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 Um, and and so, but, you know, know that everybody who uses the name of Christ is not talking about the biblical Christ. Um, we don't need to get into different religious groups, but there are, there are different views of Christ and whether he was a, you know, we believe he was fully God and f- became fully man for our sakes, the incarnation becoming fully human. But uh, other groups have different views. Mm-hmm. Uh, some groups think he was just a prophet or that he was an angelic being and not fully God. That Those views aren't Christian or biblical views. That's, that's not the, the belief we have. So being wise about that, super important. And sometimes we overlook doctrine. Um, yeah. And I'm going to just bring that up in the Sunday sermon that uh, doctrine, you know, our beliefs, they if they're right, they should come from the scripture and we should not... Uh, just overlook them. Like, oh, you know, those are for the scholars or something. Uh, We should know our basic doctrines, I think. So, Great. Well, sounds like we'll have a lot to talk about on Sunday. So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Church on the Hill podcast with Tim Seavers and Pastor Corey, and we hope you have a blessed day. Make sure you share, share, share. Share, share, share. Share. That's what John would want you to do. And share. Make our joy complete is what John would say. (laughs) And share the podcast with a friend. Okay. (laughs)